0: Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am Scott, and I'm happy to be joined tonight by our good friend, Marissa. Marissa, welcome to the show.
1: Hello. I'm so happy to be here again. It's it's a real
0: thrill to have you. This is awesome. And our listeners know from the previous episode Marissa was on that she is Little Miss Marissa on Instagram and TikTok and one of our favorite Disney influencers. So it's a real thrill to be with her again tonight, and we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different things, including Halloween Horror Nights this year, Halloween traditions, a little bit of music, a little bit of Disney discussion, but I'm going to begin by asking Marissa, just generally speaking, how you doing? Are you enjoying fall? Everything going well?
1: I'm good. Fall is going great. Actually, I was going to tell you that Dean, <laughs> I was going to give him a little bit of heat because when he was on last fall, I know he's a Jets fan. Yes. I'm a Dolphins fan. And I know. Fish. So I just have to put out there that fall's been great. My Dolphins are doing amazing. <laughs> and um, I'm hoping, you know, the rest of the season we do pretty well. But I've been loving the Halloween season, been loving football, very excited for Christmas. This is my most favorite time of the year. I had a little bit totally summer. So I'm excited to be in my like happy era (laughs) again.
0: Marissa, you've just, you've given the show a lot to talk about right from the start Uh, for our listeners. Dean was going to be on the show and he had to cancel last minute. And this is the first time a trash talk has occurred on this stuff. We love (laughs) podcast. Um, I was actually, I was thinking Marissa uh, that I had to tell you that this weekend for their game, the dolphins are wearing throwback uniforms.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's going to be awesome. I love the dolphins uniforms.
1: Me too, and I love the throwbacks. They are oh so good. I love them. <laughs> I
0: love watching the Dolphins this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything about them is great. The uh, I love the coach Mike McDaniel. He's doing really doing an amazing job, and Tua at QB and Tyreek Hill is having an amazing season. They're really really good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nice to see as a Dolphins fan, you know, in the past few years, haven't been very great. So, and Tua staying healthy, which is amazing. So yes. it feels very good, but I don't want to, you know, say too much and then, you know, everything comes crashing down. So hopefully they keep it going. It's going us. well
0: right now. And I was actually thinking that the AFC championship this year could be Dolphins Chiefs.
1: I know. There's been a lot of talk about that. So that would be pretty wild because we play them in a couple weeks in Germany. So we'll see.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, That's right. There's a game in Germany this year.
1: Yes. Wow.
0: That'll
1: be very interesting. I think it's at like 9am. So I'll be up early for that one. Got to get up early for that. Yep. Uh,
0: And uh, so uh, next time you're on, we'll make sure that Dean is on and not canceling and we could have a whole football discussion. Uh, The jets are doing a little better though. They started off very poorly. That mm-hmm. was crazy when Aaron Rodgers went down on the first drive of the season. That was really hard to believe. I
1: know. My husband had him as his quarterback for fantasy. And I, that was rough to watch because he was not happy when he went down. And obviously, I think Jets fans as well. And it was sad as well. So hopefully, he'll come back next season and get to have a strong one because I don't think he's going to want to go out like that. No. We'll no. see.
0: Yeah. It's really amazing because in the off season, HBO filmed the Jets for their Hard Knocks series. So you saw the behind mm-hmm. the scenes in the locker room and every episode was devoted to how thrilled they are to have Aaron Rodgers as their QB.
1: Right. Yeah. It was very focused. But Did you see the next Hard Rocks, like in-season Hard Knocks? Is
0: Miami be- Dolphins.
1: I'm so excited.
0: You You could be in it.
1: I know, right? Well, we are going to a game um, in December. so
0: Which one, I if I may ask?
1: I think the Titans one. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay.
0: That's mm-hmm. awesome. I would Perfect. think there's plenty of Dolphins fans in the Orlando area just because it's. Uh,
1: yes. There's actually a couple bars here that are specifically like Dolphins themed. Right. Um, so we've been to one of them. There's another one that people suggest. So maybe one day we'll check out the other one as well.
0: Yeah. Well, they're having a great season. And I, I actually, out of all the Super Bowl contenders, I would personally like to see the Dolphins win. It's been a long time.
1: Thank you. And uh, I,
0: I think it would be cool. There's the AFC is more competitive than the NFC this year. The NFC, I guess. Um who would be the number one team this year in the NFC? I'm embarrassed that I can't well the 49ers, although they've lost a couple recently. The Eagles. The Eagles are the number one team.
1: I know. Don't remind me. That was a four. <laughs> that was a sad loss. <laughs> that
0: was tough for the Dolphins. That was it was. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the season goes. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what to ask you about next because we're talking football and I want to talk to you about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But before we get to that,
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: want to talk to you about something I saw on your Instagram recently, which is that you attended the Jonas Brothers concert in Orlando.
1: Yes.
0: I will be going in a few weeks, but I've been kind of following it. So I'm familiar with what's going on in the tour. Mm -hmm. Give me your thoughts. Let me me actually begin by asking you, is this the first time you saw the Jonas Brothers live?
1: Okay. Here's a funny, funny story. So- Mm -hmm. I actually saw the Jonas Brothers when they opened for Jesse McCartney back in like 2006, seven, I want to say. Wow. Um. So crazy throwback. It's actually, we went with my Girl Scouts troop at the time and a few of them had left to go to the bathroom. And on their way back, they actually like accidentally ran into the Jonas Brothers. So they got to meet them, which is oh. wild because back then, you know, they were not what they are now. <laughs> so you
0: were not with them when they met them.
1: No, sadly not, mm. but that would have changed my life if I had.
0: Sure, <laughs> so, sure.
1: But no, this was my first one where they were actually, you know, it's their concert, um, which is crazy because when I was in middle school, I remember wanting to go so bad, but it was so hard to get their tickets and Hannah Montana tickets. Yes. So I never got my hands on any. So it felt like a dream come true to finally get to see them in person.
0: And did the concert live up to your expectations?
1: It was amazing. It was so good. Um, I love their new music. It's really, really great. And I really liked um, Priyanka was at the Orlando show. um, So I was watching her a lot of the time because I wanted Oh, you could
0: see her from your seat.
1: I could. Yeah. It was really sweet to watch her. And like, there were a few times she kind of looked around in the audience and I just felt like she was soaking it up, which Mm. was really cool. Yeah. Um, Not like the hugest Priyanka fan. I haven't watched like a ton of her stuff, but it was sweet to kind of watch that moment because Nick is like, my favorite so it's cool to see his wife so involved
0: that's awesome um what is your favorite Jonas brother song
1: oh that's so hard i mean i would say classically probably love bug um, yeah it's a great great song it's a good one but now like as i'm kind of like wanting to be a mom one day like little bird really oh, sticks out it's a love really, that song, song. yeah
0: Joe's vocal on that song is spectacular.
1: Yes. Very good.
0: Yeah. Do you, uh, the new album is really great. The more mm-hmm. I listen to it, I I actually probably listen to that more than any new album to come out this past summer.
1: Yeah. It's really good.
0: I love vacation eyes. That's probably my favorite song on that album.
1: Yeah. They're all just like very like feel good songs. I feel like. Yeah. Is-
0: it's, it's very much a summer album to me, not just in the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. summer babies on there, but there's other references to the summer and Mm -hmm. kind of like it's breezy tracks although little bird's a bit more serious but it's great great album and on this tour they played all their albums right yes is there an opening act
1: um yes i believe they're called lawrence and they're really good Mm -hmm.
0: and then so the jonas brothers came out after lawrence and just played every single album in order
1: yes i i can't remember if it was in order i think they kind of like I think they play them in order, but they have, like, their new albums first throughout, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I could be remembering that wrong. But they also just sprinkle some other things in there, like their solo stuff. Okay. um, Which I think is cool that they do, because, like, Cake by the Ocean is cool to hear all of them sing. And, you know, jealous. Um, They also sang, I don't want to spoil, but they did sing a song from one of their Disney Channel things. Wait, wait, wait. wait. From
0: the show, Jonas?
1: No, but... From Camp Rock? Yes. This Sorry. is me. Don't spoil, but was it this um, is me? No, they sang. Um, what's the one Joe sings? Um, wait, is it this is me? Yeah, it must be this is me. I okay. can't. Remember. I get mixed up with the one he sings and the one Demi sings. But yeah, it was really good.
0: This is very exciting. Did you did you watch the show Jonas on Disney Channel? Do you remember that?
1: I did. I watched like bits and pieces of it because it, you know, it was so cheesy.
0: It was bad. It was a bad show. Yeah. Um, did you watch Hannah Montana?
1: I did. Loved Hannah Montana.
0: Yeah. I, um, when I was at the, uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party this year, I I went twice. And the first time I was there, there was a girl that I thought was dressed up as Taylor Swift based on the way she looked and her outfit. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, oh, that's, that's Taylor Swift. And then someone said to her, I like your costume. And she said, are you Taylor Swift? And then the person says, no, I'm Hannah Montana. I was like, oh, okay." Oh I didn't, it wasn't me asking her that, but I was, you know, I don't that's- even know why I'm telling that story. <laughs> this is what you know. When we say, <laughs> oh, hey, "I it love Made that. me think of that. I um,
1: love costumes for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, that's very cool. I'm excited for my Jonas Brothers concert. Uh, as you know, we're big fans on Stuff We Love podcast, and mm-hmm. I did that episode with my friend Alex not too long ago, where we talked about all their uh, all their albums. I uh, I'm very excited for it, and uh, I saw them once before years ago, but I couldn't see the stage very well. It was at an outdoor venue, and Stop, yeah. it was kind of a strange. A strange not i couldn't see or really hear anything that well but mm-hmm. uh, i'm looking forward to this any other concerts coming up for you or now?
1: no um this actually crazy story i wasn't planning on going to the jonas brothers concert um i actually work for darden um and darden they have a box um and it was kind of a reward for my team to get to go um see the concert in the box
0: you said darden or garden
1: darden like the restaurants like olive garden and stuff
0: oh okay okay <laughs> got it
1: um so i got to go like kind of as a reward which i'm so grateful for um so i don't like i've me and my husband are saving up for a house sadly we've been just like being so like what's the word stringent not stringent uh um actual i guess with how we spend um
0: yeah, there is you know a word
1: yeah it starts with an s <laughs> um it's gonna bob in our heads.
0: <laughs> it's not spend thrift because that's the opposite, you know, that's like for yeah. spend. Um, we know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna hit us like a later on, but yeah, I definitely like soaked in every moment because I was like, oh, I don't know when this is gonna happen again. Yeah, um, but it was great while I was there.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, great memory. I'm happy for you that you got to see that. That's that's really cool.,
1: Thank you. yeah, it was really awesome.
0: So speaking of music, before we started recording tonight, you, you we were talking about Taylor Swift. And that's a very common topic here on the Stuff We Love podcast. Yes. And I feel we have to talk about it because we talk about pop culture. And you told me that you're obsessed with the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey situation.
1: I am. <laughs> Love it.
0: Why, why are you obsessed?
1: Okay. Well, first off, when it first happened, um, my friend Lizzie came over and she is... Probably the biggest taylor swift fan i know okay um she has had a lot of videos about when she went to the Eras tour like go super viral like she is like a huge huge fan um so watching with her was like super cool because she was just so excited but just to see like taylor swift i don't know there's something about love and like if it is real because obviously there are other rumors But I just love the idea that like, you know, it could potentially be something that lasts like after, you know, Taylor Swift has been, she's said many times that she wants a family, she wants Mm -hmm. to settle down. And I know that that hasn't worked out so far. So to see that it could potentially happen and to see how like adorable they are together. It's really cute.
0: So you're really truly motivated by like the love component of the story.
1: I am. I also like the girl power aspect as well. Like how they said the day after uh how his jersey sales took off how he gained all these followers how the yes it sold out i also think that aspect is so cool as well because now the nfl has this whole new audience watching like i know my friend lizzie watches all the games that (laughs) taylor swift could potentially be at wow um, which is a little nerve-wracking playing the chiefs in a couple weeks because she'll probably be there in germany she's a new
0: fan though listen she has no right to uh (laughs) i'm I'm proud of her for watching but you you take superiority there on that.
1: It's true. (laughs) Very true. So, yeah, I think that that's really cool that now all these other people want to watch and it's, yeah, it's just all around really fun.
0: Did you see this past weekend, the touchdown secret handshake?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. What
0: did you think of it?
1: Well, I thought it was very, very cool. Um, okay. Okay. Say, we are not the biggest fans of Jackson Mahomes in this house. I don't Neither think. Neither
0: are we. Are we. That is, it, we're really? on the same page on that topic.
1: Yeah. It's not even, I don't want to sound like a hater because, you know, he's younger. He's just having fun. It's not about the TikTok dances, but I know he like danced on like the memorial of a football player. I don't remember exactly. He's, who it he's was. got
0: shady stuff going on and he has yes. been um, accused of, I think, sexual assault yes. a couple of yes. times. Now, I don't know what status of those cases are but he's a shady guy like the, he, yes. you know when people talk about shady he's a shady guy
1: exactly um,
0: yeah i'm not a fan of him um yeah. that it's amazing though this really is a fascinating sort of study on the concept of celebrity because they did that secret handshake thing mm-hmm. and then literally that same day a couple hours later nfl commentators were doing something like it in the studio <laughs> it's so so it's That's fascinating weird. really it's just really mm-hmm. really fascinating um, yeah. did you see the errors movie yet in theaters?
1: No, I want to see it very badly though.
0: I saw it this past weekend. It's very good.
1: Mm-hmm. My
0: audience was pretty calm. So it's not like one of those audiences where you couldn't hear anything. Everybody yeah. enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I really wanted people to wear Travis Kelsey stuff. Nobody did. <laughs> and when yeah. I went to see it, they give you a friendship bracelet at AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. It did not fit my hand. <laughs> It was oh, too tight on my God. wrist. I was kind of bummed about it. Oh man. Um, also, no one has ever given me a friendship bracelet for the record.
1: I love that.
0: Um so you think the relationship is legitimate. Um I agree with you. I was first very skeptical about it. I thought it was very much a PR thing. It seemed like it could be staged, mm-hmm. but it's gone on for enough time now that yeah. I do think it's real. And I like it as a Taylor fan and sort of a celebrity pop culture person. Mm -hmm. I like Travis Kelsey. I think he's a cool guy. And I think he seems like uh, a good person to his fans, a charitable guy, someone who does what he thinks is right and doesn't care what other people think, even if he gets criticized for it. And he seems seems like a cool guy. So I wish them the best. You know, we'll see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see.
0: So Usher is the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Can you imagine how angry he's going to be if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl? Because all anybody will be asking will be, is Taylor going to be at the Super Bowl?
1: I know. Well, you know, they offered it to her and she turned it down, which right. I I guess she just doesn't want to do it. But I'm surprised because that would be the best halftime show. Yes. In a long time. So I don't know. I I got to admit, I'm not very, very excited about Usher, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yes. When they were throwing around, you know, like Harry Styles, Miley Cyrus, it was hard to hear Usher. You're a Harry Styles fan? I am. Yeah. That's
0: great. That's great.
1: And just because, like, also Harry Styles could bring, like, you know, Liam, he could bring Niall, like, Miley could bring Dolly Parton, Billy Ray, Noah Cyrus. So it's just like, I'm thinking about Usher. I'm like, who could he possibly bring? But I mean, Rihanna didn't bring anybody last year, so maybe True. he'll just kill it. But yeah. yeah, I think no offense to Mr. Usher, but I think even if Taylor Swift isn't there, I don't know how much attention he's going to get anyway.
0: <laughs> Joining us now is Usher. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, could you
0: imagine? <laughs> um, yeah, we. I have. I don't think I've done a Harry Styles episode. I think when Harry's house came out, I did a review of it with Alex. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. But there is a strong rumor going around, apparently, that he is gonna follow you too as the act performing at that new sphere in Vegas. You know that? Oh
1: wow. Mm-hmm. Which would be
0: pretty cool. That would be uh
1: That'd be really cool. My mother in law just did that a week or two ago, I think.
0: She went to see you too?
1: Yeah, at the sphere. How was it? No, so, I think it was good. I haven't like talked to her about it in person yet, but yeah. I think she said it was really good. Oh, actually no way. That's a lie I did, but she said she was really really tired because it was like the last day of their Vegas trip. <laughs> um so that was the majority she gave me was that she was really tired, but she still went because she didn't want to miss it and that it was really good.
0: <laughs> that's a good review. That's yeah. that's a, tells it like it is. Um <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Harry Styles song by the way?
1: Oh. Uh, that's so tough. Honestly, I don't know. I like all the ones from the new album, but like Watermelon Sugar is just like the one that's like always stuck in my head. Great song. (laughs) Great song. Yeah, as it was though has like a lot of heart, which I really like. Like if you actually like listen to the lyrics, yeah, which is really good.
0: I had tickets for his show at one of his shows at Madison Square Garden, like in my cart on Ticketmaster, and and I didn't do it because I was just nervous about getting COVID.
1: (gasps) Oh no! Yeah, that's that's a fair concerned
0: yeah. i didn't it's do true. it at the time I, I, it was different t- I, like it wasn't like it is now out there in the world and i just couldn't do mm-hmm. it but now i'm kicking myself for not doing it
1: yeah i mean so, better than sorry for sure
0: i guess so i guess so <laughs> but uh no the tra- Taylor with travis will have to pay attention to that i know we'll be talking about that more on the uh on the show now yeah. i want to um we're going to be talking about halloween and all those festivities but before we get to that let me just ask you to give our listeners an update on your social media channels, Little Miss Maris, because you've still been posting content and you've been crushing it. It's been absolutely phenomenal stuff. You're one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Tell our listeners what you've been up to on there.
1: Yeah, so like I kind of briefly mentioned it last time, but like I'm more so focusing on just creating content that I love and just creating content for the fun of it. I used to last year be every single day posting YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and honestly, it consumed my life not to get like super deep, but I do have obsessive compulsive disorder. So I really, really realized this year that I was waking up every single day. And the first thing I was doing was checking my views on every single platform, checking my email, like it was getting a little bit out of control. And that's when I realized that it just wasn't healthy anymore. And also I just like this originally, I wanted it to be my full-time job was being an influencer. And the more I think about it with Like everything, my biggest dream is to be a mom and I don't want my kid's life to just be constantly, um, having a phone or a camera in front of their face, which nothing wrong with that. If that is, you know, bloggers or influencers, that's their lifestyle. But that was just something that really hit me was that I didn't want to be worried about filming all the time and creating content. I just wanted to be enjoying my life. and. Sure like to get a little bit deeper I really thought about the end of my life and like when I'm looking back and I was just thinking am I really going to want to have you know a million followers or am I really going to want to have had those moments with my family and the moments with my family was definitely more important so I've been doing a huge shift this year and I think I can feel it more in my content, that it's more genuine and more sincere because I'm not just pumping out content as much as I can. And right. I'm doing it when I have fun and when I have a spare moment and just things that I'm passionate about. So I've been really enjoying it. And that's done wonders for my mental health as well. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm yeah. happy for you. So it sounds Thank like you're really posting more for it's, your posts are more reflective of you and who you are and then just churning out content for the sake of getting it out.
1: Yes, exactly. It's just a really weird time we're in as well where like, I don't know, you know, the economy is not doing great. And like, I know a lot of people are really hurting and it, it, I don't want to sound rude to people who are influencers, because obviously this is their job, but it did um make me feel a certain way personally to like be asking my followers to buy things and to be advertising hmm. products when I know a lot of people are in a position where they can't even pay their rent. So yeah. I kind of just had to like reflect on that and realize like that I am very lucky to be in the position that I'm in, but, um, you know, times are tough and I don't want to come across as toned up, I guess is the right word, which again, nothing against any influencers or anybody. Cause I know that's everybody's different, but that's just personally how it felt to me.
0: You have to do what makes you comfortable. Yes. There's no point in posting. If you're not going to feel comfortable with what you're doing, it's not exactly. worth it. It's not worth the right. mental stress. Exactly. It's interesting because do you know the vlogger PC Dev? Does that name ring a bell?
1: It does. It does sound familiar.
0: He used to go by Prince Charming Dev, and then it was shortened, I think, to PC Dev. He has a YouTube channel, and he has been critical of a lot of stuff related to Disney in terms of costs and so forth. He's lately been more into Universal Studios. But anyhow, the reason I bring him up is because he posted a video the other day in which he talked about more or less the stresses of being a vlogger and how Mm -hmm. he's had to change his channel. And one of the things he said, which I completely understand, is that at a certain point, you're running out of content and you're repeating yourself and you're posting just to post, which kind of goes to what you were speaking about a moment ago. And it it gets to the point where it's almost too much. And there's no point in doing it if it's not going to make you happy, right? You're the one making the effort.
1: And that's something I realized as well is it's like, you know, there's just a lot of Disney creators and there's always room for more. Totally. I never want to tell anybody like, you know, that it's too saturated or anything because I think anybody could create unique content. But I do think that the Disney community is also getting it's just like there's only so many videos you can make, like, you know, get ready with me, vlog my day at Disney, what I ate in a day at Disney. And I just felt like every time I was going to Disney, I was making the same exact video and you know vlogging exactly like okay food and wine festival okay flower and garden festival okay festival of the holidays and it's just like it's the same videos which I love having those to look back on That mm-hmm. as far as like being a platform where you know you're dependent on views if you are doing that full time I just felt like It was getting to be where people were just tired of seeing it, at least for myself. So I was just like, I'm not going to keep doing this every single time I go to Disney and trying to think of more unique ideas. But it it is tough for sure.
0: Yeah, it's tough. And I could tell you as a viewer and someone who's not a local, Mm -hmm. at the height of the pandemic, I sort of lived on those videos. We would watch all the time and they brought us kind of relief and an escape. And then it's just gotten to the point now where it's too much. So yeah. I, I've consciously reduced the number of Disney vlogger videos I watch because it almost was spoiling my trips. Mm-hmm. I think that as a fan, Instagram and TikTok probably were, worked the best mm-hmm. to not become like, you know, a song gets overplayed to not overplay yeah. these videos because I kind of like the element of surprise to a certain degree on my trip.
1: Yeah, Totally.
0: But you you have great content, and as I said before to our listeners, and I'll say it again, everybody should follow you online. Well, at the end, we'll do plugs and all that stuff. Thank but um, I I can understand what you're saying, and like I mentioned earlier, thank you for sharing all that. Um, you know, stuff we love podcast has got a TikTok account. It's interesting to me what generates a lot of views and what doesn't. Kind of, <laughs> I don't really understand the algorithms there and how they work. But uh, it's a weird time right now with social media. It's kind of going through this transition. And Twitter is not what it used to be. And now there's like blue sky and threads. There's threads. Even though I get confused myself. Um, What are your thoughts about the parks recently, uh, having been there?
1: Oh, good question. I mean, I love the parks. Um, Of course, you know, there is the talk about (laughs) getting expensive. True. The price raises recently. Um, And yeah, they're, they're definitely packed. Um, but I still enjoy my time going and I have a lot of fun, but I do have to keep in mind that I am a local. So we are kind of talking about it before we started recording where like, I can just go for a few hours and ride what I want and there's no pressure, but I understand when people are coming for, you know, a week long trip and this is their only trip for the next couple of years, getting things in when it's this packed, I can imagine it could be pretty stressful.
0: It's hard. It's definitely hard. Um, so on this Halloween trip that I did recently, we were staying over Universal and people wanted to ride gardens of the galaxy but couldn't do it because we weren't on the grounds yet there was some reason yeah we we couldn't because we were off and then you know we wanted to get a virtual queue for a journey into moana because it was on a soft opening then and we couldn't even do that in the parking lot you had to be in the park Mm -hmm. and then when we finally signed up for it it was just too too much later in the day so like there's these I think Disney has become a little too reliant on all this stuff. I kind of miss the old days where, yeah. if you want to go, you'll just wait in line, and you know yeah. you, you deal with the wait. Um, the magic is still there. I mean, there are being in World Showcase and meeting people from the countries is always a thrill. It's uh, mm-hmm. and they're back now, which is really good to see.
1: Yeah,
0: a- and you know, the parks are still the parks, but the crowds were over the top this time. They really were. And I kind of was glad to get out for a little bit. You know, it it was overwhelming. That being said, we had a great time. We really did. And, uh, you know, I I feel like people recognize these problems at the parks, but people are still going. You know what I mean? I haven't really seen a drop off in attendance. There were not many rooms that were available and they raised the parking prices too. I mean, as an annual pass holder, it's included, but Mm -hmm. for people that go and want preferred parking... I think yeah. at Epcot, it's $55.
1: Yeah, it's insane.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine paying that much for parking. No way.
0: If, yeah. Now, it's it's interesting from perspective because I know if you go into New York, there's mm-hmm. a lot of garages, which are maybe even most of them are now you know $60 and up, which I, I can't oh. wrap my head around.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's just, Disney didn't used to be like that. So $55 mm-hmm. for preferred parking is right. my jaw dropped when I saw that. I couldn't believe it
1: well especially too it's just like it's a lot that's already paid for it's it's like it's kind of like um like there's no reason that it should be raised obviously you know they're raising it to pay for other things I understand that but honestly if you think about it like I used to think about this when I was a cast member like hourly and you think like five cars is like a wage to pay one cast member per day so it's like Right. That's a lot of money like <laughs> to be, for each car, like I can't even imagine and they're parking thousands of cars a day. So I don't know. I think we're definitely on the precipice of a new time in the theme parks because now we're seeing you know the Galactic star Cruiser just shut down right. Um, so I'm very curious to see like how that affects everything because I think they're now starting to realize that they're starting to price some people out. Um, So when
0: you say you think we're on the precipice of something new at the theme parks, you're talking about they may be reaching a a pricing limit.
1: I don't know. I just think with like Epic Universe as well, opening up in the next couple of years. Yes. I just wonder like how things are going to shift because I do think that more people are going to be heading towards Universal or at least, you know, people who might have come for a week long trip to Disney might be taking a few of those days out now to go to Universal. Um, Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that affects pricing and also, you know, like Genie Plus and all of those things because I I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe it'll change, maybe it won't is at all. But I do think like the combination of Epic Universe and Galactic Star Cruiser just absolutely failing is gonna definitely impact the pricing in some way.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Do you know anyone that did Galactic Star Cruiser?
1: I do. I have a friend who was a... Um, she was a character performer that worked there and wow. then yeah and then my husband's boss did it a couple of times
0: oh interesting okay did they like it did he like it the boss
1: he did yeah. yeah he has three kids i believe so they loved it and he also uh, creates content so it was an opportunity as well to post that on his youtube channel which i think is really cool
0: that's good um,
1: yeah so they really enjoyed it yeah i would have loved to go for sure but you know it's <laughs> It's
0: crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I, I would have loved to go too, but I'm not, I wasn't going to spend that money for that.
1: Yes. I did hear from a few people that like, I mean, I guess through the grapevine because he's the only person I know that went, but I did hear that a lot of people thought it was very like rigid because you have like your schedule that you stick to every day. Sure. Because you could open it up potentially to, you know, just having the hotel, the restaurants, and then having the activities to pick and choose rather mm-hmm. than having like the stringent schedule. Um, so that was the biggest feedback that I heard.
0: So Marissa, this episode is being recorded on October 25th. We are six nights from Halloween, my favorite holiday of the year. And I think last year or the year before on stuff we love, we did an episode where a bunch of people came on and talked about their favorite horror movie. Now Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about Halloween horror nights, but it occurred to me, I should ask you, I don't think I knew you at the time. (laughs) I would like to know what your favorite horror movie is.
1: Oh my gosh, that is such a hard question. I feel like I'm gonna say something and then I'm gonna look back and pinch myself because I'm gonna be like, oh, why didn't I say that one? We'll do
0: emergency episodes every time you change your mind. <laughs>
1: okay, I love it. I honestly love the classics. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is Halloween. Like it's just, you know, a classic. It's not totally scary, but it's still super good. Yes, okay. I have my answer, but it's not a movie, it's a show and it's okay.
0: The Haunting of Hill House.
1: Yes. The Haunting Very of Hill House. Very interesting. Yes. I believe it's one of the best shows of all time. I've probably watched it three or four times now. Wow. Okay. I love it. And I actually read the book this year, which was also really good. So.
0: I got I to gotta respond to this because literally <laughs> two nights ago, I went to get ice cream. And okay. the person behind the counter was reading The Haunting of Hill House when she wasn't serving customers.
1: No way. And I said
0: to her, oh, that's a great book to read around Halloween. And she just said, yes, yeah. she didn't seem to like the fact that I was talking to her. <laughs> um, but wow. Uh, did you see the new Netflix show for the House of Usher?
1: No, but we're trying to watch it this week because I've heard great things. Me and too. I know I've not seen content. it. I've, I've heard great things. Yes.
0: Uh, so, okay. That's definitely your favorite horror TV show and film, but you like Halloween, the original Halloween.
1: Yes. I love all the classics like Poltergeist. I watched Exorcist for the first time this year. Loved it.
0: Interesting. Yes. Okay. There's
1: so many good ones.
0: I saw on TikTok, several people saying that the book, The Exorcist is mm-hmm. amazingly good.
1: Okay. I'll have to check it out.
0: And I have a book recommendation for you. Okay. It is a book I'm literally reading right now. And so far it's amazing. I don't know if it'll, you know, all the way through. Okay. It's called The Only One Left. Okay. And it kind of reminds me of The Haunting of Hill House a little bit in the fact that it's set in sort of this gothic mansion. And Mm -hmm. I love horror stuff set in places like that, Mm -hmm. sort of the atmospheric places. And it's about a person who is a caregiver. And she's sent to care for an elderly person who had been accused of murdering her family years ago as a little kid. Okay. Like a Lizzie Borden type thing.
1: I love it.
0: It's uh, the only one left. I think the author's name is Riley Seeger. It's a bestseller. Mm-hmm. And I saw it recommended on some horror book list. And so far it is phenomenal. It is really I, good.
1: I definitely have to check that out. I yeah. love horror books.
0: Um, What do you like? We'll get to Halloween Horror Nights in a second, mm-hmm. but I'm, I love horror stuff. What do you like more, vampires or werewolves in terms of movies? Uh,
1: I've always been a vampire girl. Always. Yep. I was Team Edward, and then when I was in eighth grade, I read Dracula, oh. and it is probably my top, I would say now after reading Haunting of Hill House and Rebecca, which is, Rebecca's is definitely my favorite book of all time, but Dracula's probably bumped to the third position because okay. I just love it. <laughs> so I would say vampires.
0: Stupid question, but is the book Rebecca, the same Rebecca of the Alfred Hitchcock movie?
1: Yes, it okay. is. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. I love it.
0: I saw that movie years ago. I don't, uh, I I should see it again. One of the things I noticed at Halloween Horror Nights this year, when I was waiting for, maybe was The Last of Us house. I can't recall for sure. On the side of some building nearby, they were showing lots of Alfred Hitchcock clips. They showed Psycho, The Birds. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that was for. Maybe it was for Peacock, an advertisement for the streaming service.
1: I think it was.
0: Yeah. There was a time a few years ago where I went, went and watched all these Alfred Hitchcock movies. Um, I, I hadn't seen any of them. I hadn't seen psycho the birds or like rear window. Those are great movies. They hold up so well.
1: I know. I totally agree. So good.
0: That is a good segue to Halloween horror nights this year. Now Dean was going to be asking us these questions <laughs> about, you know, advice for we'll have to do another show with him on here to talk about football and Halloween horror nights.
1: Okay. I but since it. he's
0: not here, Let's talk about this year's event. And uh, I don't want necessarily want to go house through house. That's too much. Mm-hmm. But give me your general thoughts about this year's event and some house highlights, please.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. This year's event was great. I loved pretty much all the houses. I think the lowest rating I gave was like a 2.5, Um. which we can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> but- like out of five, I mean, not out of 10. Oh, but- okay. I
0: thought you, you were talking about out of 10. <laughs> okay. 2.5 out of bad. five. That's not terrible. Then if that's yeah. the lowest, right. <laughs>
1: um, but I 2.5
0: out of like 78, you know, so
1: yes, literally could you imagine, but, um, yeah, this year was really good when I heard, um, what well, did I didn't hear? Like when I was reading through the houses and the scare zones and I saw Dr. Oddfellow pop up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my boss actually at work and I was like, do you know who this Dr. Oddfellow guy is? Like, is he the theme this year? And she was like, oh, I recommend you check out this podcast. It's the Discover Universal podcast. So it's literally by Universal. It's like they're I don't know what they're called. They're not Imagineers like Disney, but like right. their engineers and like their creative team. Right. Um, but it's basically them like kind of giving the stories and like talking about how they do the houses and the merch and the food so definitely recommend, um, but that they kind of give like the backstory of Dr. Oddfellow. So I kind of listened to that before I went. Um, so I was kind of looking for Easter eggs and stuff and all the houses and Dr. Oddfellow was so cool. I got my picture taken. with. Him. Oh, you did?
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. My only complaint with Dr. Oddfellow is I do think he's very similar to Dr. Facilier um, from princess and the frog.
0: Definitely. In terms of appearance and like manner of talking and everything.
1: Exactly. So I do wish they kind of made that a little more distinct. Um, but yeah, I loved everything. My biggest complaint I would say this year was the scare zones. I felt like the only one I really liked was, um, vamp 69. Mm -hmm. Um, the rest, I honestly just felt like were pretty lacking. Um, I think the Zodiac one had a lot of potential, but I think the costumes could have been better. They were just kind of like black and I felt like they could have had more significance, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great event. Really loved it. Um, I didn't try a lot of the food offerings. The things I had weren't like incredible, but they were good. And the drinks are always good as well.
0: Did you have any drinks this year or no?
1: Yeah, I had, Um, I'm trying to think of the one at the Peacock booth that I had, which was really good. It was like a green one, I believe. Okay. that one was good it was like sour the um cider that they did this year and the cans was really good right um i'm trying to think what else i had i can't really remember i actually (laughs) crazy story to get a little off topic that day my friends came over to watch the dolphins game and it was just me and my one friend drinking mimosas and usually we have a third friend with us helping us and we forgot it was just the two of us. So we had mimosas and then we are like, let's pop another bottle of champagne. So I had a little bit too much to drink before Horror Nights. So I got to leave the rest of the night.
0: <laughs> I had no comment on You know, that's, that's, this is good stuff. This is good content. Okay. So yes, when I went to Horror Nights, I did not have any of the food either. Mm-hmm. And I planned on having the drinks, but I just didn't because I'd been eating so much. And I think I had like two voodoo donuts earlier in the day and hard rock and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. VAMP69 was the best scare zone. I actually so did, released a TikTok of that earlier today.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: I, so I, I, I kind of walked through and just filmed what mm-hmm. was happening. The um, other scare zones, I was not as into. Although yeah. the interesting thing is that you never know how people will respond to things. So mm-hmm. I have been hearing some negative comments about the scare zones. But then out of nowhere, I read online somebody who thought... That the scare zone located uh, kind of near Mel's drive-in. That small little strip that takes you from like the ET area to Mel's. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I thought that was not good. I really, I was not into it. But this person said it was amazing. So you never know what people are going to respond to. It's
1: true.
0: Um, but look, it's it's an amazing event. It's to me like when I think of the Halloween season, that is the event I think of.
1: Hmm. And
0: flying in, I'm not the only one that travels there for that purpose. So it's kind of like an event that draws locals and visitors. And, you know, I remember last year thinking to myself, I'm kind of one of the older people here, just looking around. It was mostly people a little younger than me, but this year, honestly, that wasn't the case. I saw some elderly people. I saw families with, you know, teenage kids and their parents. It's definitely one of those very special events.
1: I agree. Totally.
0: It's like when Halloween ends, I think to myself, man, another Halloween horror night season is done. It's, it's strange.
1: So true. It's kind of wild. I was thinking the same thing. Cause when we walk in, like you smell the fog and like yes. the sounds and everything. Like I literally looked at my husband and I was like, this is literally our Halloween. Like this is the event. Like I look forward to every year. It's how I get in spirit. It's yes. just like, totally encapsulating. And it's just so good.
0: I completely agree. No matter what other Halloween stuff I do, I it's, it's. It stands out the most. It really does. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. Now, let, in terms of the houses this year, I guess, let me ask you, what is the house you gave 2.5 out of 5 to? Can I guess?
1: <laughs> um, That was Chucky.
0: Chucky. Chucky. That's what I thought it was. Do you do you yeah. watch the show, Chucky?
1: I don't know. Okay. I, I watched
0: watch the first the season. Yeah. I plan on watching the other season. I'm just so backlogged on stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, it was not a good house. I'll be honest. It was not good. Uh,
1: I will say like the twist was really cool. Um, oh yeah. We where- should,
0: we should tell the audience spoiler alert, but we may be yeah. talking spoilers here. So
1: yes. Spoiler alert for sure. Where, you know, you think the house is done. And- right you turn the corner and you're getting into the second half of the house. I thought that was very cool. Agreed. Um, and I got kind of excited when the second part started. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe it's going to turn around, but no, I still didn't really like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. And it, I, before I went to horror nights, I tried to avoid spoilers as best I can, as mm-hmm. best as I could. And, um, I had seen some people really criticize the Chucky house, but I tried to go in with an open mind. Mm -hmm. Just didn't live up to it. It was, it wasn't great yet. The wait times for it are off the charts.
1: Yeah. Which is wild.
0: And I just, like we, I think you mentioned earlier, I can't imagine people waiting for a long time for that house.
1: Yeah. Me as well. I think Chucky just has like a cult following. Yes. I think it's like a lot of like his fans that like really want to do it. Um, Right. But same as you, if like if I didn't have the express pass and I was just going for one night, that would probably be the last house on the list that I would want to do. For sure, Absolutely for me.
0: Were there any other houses you did not like?
1: Um, I'm trying to like think my lowest scores. I think like the only other one that I was like not as excited about. I still really liked it. Was honestly, you're gonna be surprised, but it was The Last of Us. Crazy. I'm not
0: surprised. I okay. actually, I, um, go, go ahead, elaborate on that. And then I'll share my thoughts.
1: Okay, sure. Well, that's another one that, you know, the wait is like 80 minutes. And so you're thinking, you know, it's one of the, um, what's the word, um, IP houses. Uh, yeah, yeah. IP.
0: Right. Cause it's like based on the intellectual property. Right.
1: Yes. Um, so you're thinking, you know, it's going to be huge. They're advertising for it. Best house. Which I will say, a great house. I totally think it was a great house. But in my opinion, it just wasn't themed well enough mm-hmm. to the game. Um, you know, you see Joel and Ellie once. <laughs> you see their yes. shadows a couple of times. Um, but you see them once. And honestly, if it wasn't for the, like, mushrooms on the actual zombies, mm-hmm. I feel like it have passed off as, like, a Walking Dead house. Like, any kind of zombie house. It totally. just would, like, totally last of us.
0: Yeah. I, um, I never played the game. The last of us. I'm actually in the process of watching the show. Now I know I'm a little bit late to that, but mm-hmm. I'm about five episodes in. And I wanted to at least get a few episodes in before the walking through the house. And I just didn't like it. You know, like you yeah. said, you don't see the characters all that often there. I, I think a problem is that there was so much hype for that house mm-hmm. in terms of the only house with an express that I really had to wait for. Yeah. And it was disappointing. I, um, as always, they did a great job with the details and the way it looked, but it wasn't what I wanted.
1: Mm-hmm, totally.
0: I wonder what others would say about that because you know there's so many people who love The Last of Us, the game and the, the show. I wonder mm-hmm. if they were pleased. But to me, not only did I not like it, I'm not really seeing it on the top of other people's lists, right? I haven't really seen it. It's kind of like middle to bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What were your favorite houses this year?
1: Ooh, okay. So my most favorite was Monsters.
0: Universal Monsters, I missed. Mm-hmm. And and why do you choose that?
1: I loved it. Well, I've always been a Phantom of the Opera girl. Like yes. ever since I was in middle school, like I was obsessed with the Gerard Butler version.
0: Great movie. Um, Great, movie. Great movie. So good. Underappreciated film.
1: Yes. So when the phantom looked at me and he said, I want your face for a mask, I think I blushed a little bit because I was (laughs) like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It's great. It's great. But but yeah, I thought that house, like, first off, it was so long, which I love because, you know, if you're waiting for a long time, you don't want to just have a couple of rooms and then you're out of the house. Right. But It was at the point where, you know, it was still phantom after all this time. And I was like, we still have like three monsters to go. What is happening? It was just a very long house, which I really appreciated. Yes, and it was all the attention to detail, like how it smelled like roses in the theater. Um, all the theater like boxes were so cool. How there was the curtains and you know different scares. Um, and then I just thought it was so unique, like. The scares came from so many different angles. The I mm-hmm. think uh, was the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde section where the hand comes down from the ceiling.
0: Yes, that's um, right.
1: It was wild. I love when they do you know stuff you're not expecting because you can pretty much expect them to come out of the corners and like the drop of the picture frames. And then like one of my other most favorite parts was the Hunchback when he falls. I don't know mm-hmm. if that happened while you were in that room.
0: I didn't. I but, saw the Hunchback, but I don't. I didn't see it fall.
1: It was wild. He literally falls like forward like right on top of you and then goes back up like kind of like a bungee
0: that's awesome Um,
1: so i just thought that one was the most unique and the most detailed um and i had watched the hunchback the silent version um before i went because it's also the 100th anniversary as well
0: oh interesting okay
1: yeah so that was also cool to kind of see like him actually there from the movie which is one of my favorite parts of halloween horror nights
0: I agree with everything you've said. It was not my, I, I don't think it was my favorite house of the night, but it was absolutely mm-hmm. one of them. And right after I went through it, I said to Joe and my brother, what I loved about that house was how much Phantom of the Opera was in there. Yes. It was ama- and, and you know, the image that is associated with that house is the Phantom with the mask off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's on this glass that I bought as a souvenir from Horror Nights. It's on, I think some of the posters. It's, I think it's even on a, a magnet that I'm looking mm-hmm. at on my kitchen fridge right now. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. The detail in the house was amazing. My favorite part of the detail was the theater, as you mentioned yeah. earlier. Spectacular as a fan of the Phantom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Very popular house. I loved when you walked in the way they played that old time sort sort of a you know nineteen thirties horror film music when you walked in, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I don't know if you know this, but at the Universal hotels, they have photo ops of classic monster films. So like. At Portofino it was Phantom. Mm-hmm. At Aventura it was Invisible Man. I don't know the others, but those were pretty cool too. I love when they incorporate the classic monsters into Halloween Horror Nights.
1: Yeah, I need to go check that out. That's so cool.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I don't want to hype it up too much. It's not as good as it sounds, but yeah. it was cool. It was cool.
1: That's um,
0: I didn't quite know how to pose in some of the like they tell you how to pose, but I looked weird. It was kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one else was taking these photos, so I looked even weirder. You know, in terms <laughs> no. of. But I loved Unmasked. I thought that was a great house. Yeah, um, What was the first house you did that night? Chucky. Oh, wow. Okay. You got the, the worst part out of the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it could only go up from there. <laughs> okay.
0: So for me, I was staying at a universal resort and I used the universal resort entrance mm-hmm. and cause they had a separate entrance for people staying there, which was packed okay. by the way. And I don't think it made that much of a difference, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think. Yeah, last year they funneled us into a house, but this year they didn't. The first one I ended up doing by chance was Blood Moon. I think it was Blood Moon Offerings. Mm -hmm. That ended up being my favorite house. So the first house I did was my favorite.
1: It was so good.
0: Right? It wasn't amazing. And Mm -hmm. again, all these houses are detailed, but the level of detail in that house was off the charts. And Mm -hmm. there was one scene in there, as you know, which took place in, I guess, a, a church.
1: Yes, it's the best.
0: Crazy, crazy. I okay. remember like walking in there to myself. This is like a movie set. This is insane.
1: Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And just like the scares in there, not knowing who's real and who's fake. Was right. So cool. But just like the stained glass with like the, um, I guess it was blood on it was so cool. It was really beautiful.
0: It was a great house. I, uh, it, Like I said, it was my number one. If I was going to do a house again, I'd want it to be that so I could notice more more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it at the top of your list too? Or?
1: Yes. I would say that was probably my like number, I would say like three or four. Okay. Um, it's hard because there's so many good ones this year. So tell uh, me
0: about one of your, uh, another one that made your list for for being a good one.
1: Um, I would say the exorcist is probably my second. That was my number favorite.
0: two. That was, was my number two.
1: So good. That house, that was the only house that actually sent shivers down my spine as I was walking through it. Yes. It was very, very creepy and very well done.
0: Also a a big house, it seemed. I think it took a long time to go through.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: The Exorcist, you know, is intense. Like all those movies are very intense. So when you have characters jump out of the blue, looking like they're from, it's a very, you know, easy to get scared in places like that. And I just thought the house was great. I think people loved it from what I'm hearing others say. And just from our own experience, we thought it was really well done. Uh, Have you done, by the way, at City Walk the Blumhouse photo op featuring Mm -hmm. the new Exorcist? No. You should check it out. I recommend that much more than the hotel photo ops. What it is, is they have it. um, It's on the second level. So if you take the escalator up, I guess, near that hot dog place near Antijito's. Mm-hmm. It's kind of up near yeah. there. I think it's open at three or four o'clock on weekdays and weekends. I'm, don't hold me to that. Just to double check. But they right. have four photo ops for Blumhouse movies. Exorcist, Megan, Five Nights at Freddy's, which comes out Friday, and The Black Phone. Oh,
1: cool. And for
0: the Exorcist house, what they do is you stand and behind you is a bed and you kind of like float. You, you raise your hands as if you're floating. And then when you, you take the picture and you rotate it. So it looks oh like you're God. floating above yeah. the bed. It's um, okay. it's it's awesome, but you definitely should do that. That's that's really yeah, cool. That's
1: really neat. Okay, it's a okay. good okay.
0: companion yeah. to the Exorcist house. Yes. I want to ask you a question, Marissa. So, I you know there are people that can't do these houses; they get too scared. Mm-hmm. I don't get scared. I love going through the houses, but I tend to jump a little more at the beginning of the night. Do you find that each house you go through, you jump less and less when the actor kind of scares you?
1: Oh yeah. And it's it's weird because like a couple weeks before Horror Nights, I always scare myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing Horror Nights. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. It's gonna be so bad. And then it's like every time I'm totally fine. <laughs> so yes. it's definitely just like the anticipation of it. Um I used to be one of those people as well that I actually used to work at Universal and every year we would get our team member preview and I just could not go because I was terrified and there was one year I did Krampus and yes. that was it.
0: <laughs> you were scared. You couldn't do any more?
1: I was terrified. We went and ate at toothsome and we were like, okay, that's it. No more. Um, but something just like switched in me where I just I don't know how, like, I I couldn't give anybody advice on how because it just happened naturally. Yeah. But it I hit me that they can't hurt me. Um nothing bad is gonna happen. Um, and as you do it more and more like we kind of talked about earlier you start to know where they're coming from so yes. it's, it's less and less scary the more that you go and honestly now I find it it's very rare that I actually get scared scared there's a couple like you know spooks I guess you could say sure um, but I I more so pay attention to like the costumes and the set and yes. things that I really love so I think definitely, like I definitely freak myself out, but as the night progresses, it it gets better for sure. I, I,
0: I'm the same way that as the night goes on, it gets easier. The, what gets me in the homes and the houses are the noises, like the loud noises.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm.
0: several times when going through, I got an alert on my Apple watch that it was exceeding the safe noise level. Oh, no. Same thing happened, by the way, when I saw the Error movie. I got an alert on my watch. It's too loud. It's too loud.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but um, the mean?
0: funny thing is, at the Stranger Things house, which I guess I'll say now, I thought it was just okay. I wanted to like it more. Mm-hmm. But I think it's become just so much out there in pop culture, Vecna and everything. It just didn't yeah. scare me like mm-hmm. others did. But the one scene that did scare me, this is embarrassing. It, you watch Stranger Things, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So you know Maya Hawke's character?
1: Yes. Okay. I think I know exactly what you're about to say.
0: I was walking through and her, the actor playing her jumped out and and I, that made me jump. So yeah. out of all the things on Horror Nights, I was scared by Maya Hawk's non-scary character.
1: Yeah.
0: Just a regular woman, regular I person.
1: I remember that part because it spooked me as well. And I like kind of turned around because I was like, is that Robin? Like, yes. I'm confused because they kind of had her like just jumping out. But well, what
0: it is, is like you walked in and it's not like it was in front of you. She kind of jumped out diagonally from behind. Mm -hmm. So you, maybe that was it, but that was like, you know, that, that freaked me out.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It's embarrassing, but you know, (laughs) um, what did you think of the stranger things house?
1: I actually really liked it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And
0: and why? Tell me why.
1: I will agree. It wasn't scary. Like at all. Um, the Robin part did get me as well, but I did really like the, um, like, the theming was incredible. The actors who played Dustin and Eddie were so on point. Totally. That room with the bats just flying everywhere and then playing the guitar yes. was very, very cool. And then just the room, like, Vecna's upside down, I guess, where you're in the house with, like, the staircase to your right. And See, like I may have,
0: I, th- what you're saying doesn't ring as much of a bell. That Oh be, no. Yeah, that's. There's,
1: like a red room. And then, like, Max is, like, in the distance, like, the.
0: Okay. Um, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um
1: my thought was so cool so i just really like the details but yeah i agree it definitely wasn't scary but i did really like all the details and the costuming and everything
0: if you like vecna there was a lot of vecna in the house yes which was good Mm -hmm. um yeah you liked it more than me i think but that's that's great Mm -hmm. um definitely was one of the more popular houses at horror nights this year yes one of my favorite houses was the darkest deal
1: yes that was a great one
0: and I just love the concept of it. I don't think I had ever seen a house like that at Horror Nights in terms of, I guess the story is that a musician sells his soul to the devil. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was intense. I mean, you see this several times. I had real performers right there on the stage and, you know, scary characters all throughout. It was, it was well done, really Mm -hmm. well done.
1: Yes. Totally. That house was really, really good. I loved like when you're walking through the beginning part where you're, it's like you're in the grave basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and,
1: like, You're underground and you can smell like the dirt in the grass because honestly, like that is one of my biggest fears like is being buried alive or just like even after I die, like being in a coffin, like that just does not sound good to me. I understand. So- that was terrifying for me. just being like underground and having that smell. Mm. Um, but that house, it was, yeah, beautiful. I love jazz. So I loved hearing the music playing. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. It was really cool. And then there was also a crazy scare there where um, there was a piano. I don't know if you saw this scare and somebody comes out of the piano.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that, but it doesn't mean I didn't see it because there was so much yeah, going on that night. So much.
1: So that but was it really was a great cool. house. Yeah. Where it. would you
0: rank that on your list?
1: That's a tough one. Probably like, I would say maybe like five or six.
0: Okay. Yeah. So right in the middle. Your number one was...
1: um Monsters. Was Monsters. Mm-hmm.
0: You like, where did you put Stranger Things?
1: I'd probably say three or four. I'd say like that one and Blood Moon are like a toss up for me.
0: So what was your number two?
1: Exorcist.
0: Oh, Exorcist was your number two. Okay, mm-hmm. good. That's Yeah, so we, we were very similar on that front. Mm-hmm. One house I wasn't as crazy about was Dueling Dragons.
1: Yeah, that one was interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I it, like it was, they called Choose Your Fate. So you could literally yeah. go one of two ways towards the end of the house. When we went to the tribute store at the end of the night, they were selling a lot of merch for that attraction mm-hmm. at a heavily discounted price. I don't think audiences are really responding to it.
1: Yeah, I did it wasn't like, really scary. Yes, that was really cool. Like the big dragon and everything. I yes. did like the wizards, but I feel like the storyline wasn't totally- so selling, I guess is the right word. It wasn't like um convincing, I guess. Right. I think the whole idea is like, you're, you know, going to rescue this like wizard, but it doesn't really make that very clear Um, while they're having this battle or whatever. So, no. yeah. I that happens
0: sometimes at HHN when you're so caught up in the houses, you have to, it's tough to follow the plot.
1: Yes, Exactly.
0: That's why I liked the Tooth Fairy house last year. It's like an easy plot to understand, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: what did you think? I'm looking at a list of other houses here. What did you think of the Dr. Oddfellows Twisted Origins house?
1: I really liked that one. Um, that one, my husband went in front of me and he's 6'4". So like, I that was my opportunity to kind of look around me and look at the floor because I couldn't see straight ahead. So yes. that was like my opportunity to get more of the details. And I was looking at the floor and there was popcorn everywhere.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, there were shoes, which I was like, okay, this is really convincing that we're actually like at a carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was really cool. And then um they on the podcast I listened to, they kind of talked about um this is where Jack the Clown and Dr. oddfellow have this battle for immortality, and you can kind of see in one of the scenes that their shadows um battling, which mm-hmm. I thought was a really cool Easter egg because right. you no, I know what, you know what you're talking about. about yeah. So that I thought was really cool. And again, like the sets and everything, the costumes of like the carnival people, I just love that whole idea because carnivals, if we're being honest, are really creepy with like the sideshows and everything. So, oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought that one was really good.
0: Um, You liked it more than me. I, I'm mm-hmm. bear with you. I, while you're talking, I'm just, I think we actually are-, are I think we've covered all the houses. It's hard to believe oh, as that perfect. is. I think so. But anyhow, you liked it more than me. Um, I don't, but I honestly don't remember much about the house. Your okay. recollection of it is better than mine. Yeah. That's um, okay. All the houses though, like they're fun to go through. You know what I mean? All the houses were better than the scare zones with the exception of Amp 69, which mm-hmm. I think I would take over Dueling Dragons yeah. and over Chucky.
1: Mm -hmm, And if I'm
0: being honest over the last of us.
1: Yeah. It, the, that scare zone was just so cool. I loved it.
0: I think it's that location, that location lends itself towards a really good scare zone because it's a huge spot, very wide. You have multiple actors involved, loud noises. They've done other vampire stuff there too. A few years ago, I think it was new year's Eve, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like in the eighties, a vampire theme, which was awesome. Um, they could do a lot there that they can't do in other locations with the scare zones. So Mm -hmm. there was a purge scare zone there. I think the first year I went,
1: yes, that was was intense. That was fun. Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, all in all great event as always, right. Then there's no, no event like Halloween Horror Nights.
1: Totally. Can't wait for next year already.
0: Me too. Me too. I'm already thinking about what the houses are going to be. There was a strong rumor going into this year that there would be a creature from the black Lagoon house.
1: Ooh, and there was cool. not
0: obviously, but I I think that would lend itself towards a great Halloween Horror Nights house.
1: Definitely, and they have a lot of the props probably with like all for sure. The things that they've done already. So. Yeah,
0: totally, totally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, very okay. This is good. This is good. Anything else you'd like to add about Horror Nights?
1: Not that I could think of. I mean, we kind of briefly touched on it, but I would definitely suggest for anybody going the first time, the express pass is totally worth it. Yes. I literally, when I buy my tickets, I just count it as part of the ticket price, like that plus my regular ticket. I just think of that as the general ticket, because if you're just going for one night, there's no other way to get everything done um, than having the express pass, because... Four nights is sold out pretty much every night now so yes it's really rare to find a night where it's dead so I definitely encourage the Express pass
0: weekday weekend it's always full mm-hmm. and I completely agree the number one advice I would give someone recognizing that it is an expensive thing yes, is definitely. Uh, get the Express pass get because the, mm-hmm. then you will see everything it's honestly you know by point of comparison going to a Broadway show in New York probably costs mm-hmm. even more money depending on the show yeah so and, and I this is Better money spent, honestly. So, the <laughs> yeah. um, express pass is the way to go. And one of these days, we'll have Dean with us, and he'll ask us these okay. these supposed questions he's he's working on. Um, that sounds great. We were going to be in, Marissa. We were going to be interviewed tonight on the podcast. And I know. It, yeah. So, Dean, that's we're going to hold you to this. Um, <laughs> I guess Marissa now, because the show's starting to go long. Why don't we turn to the stuff we love segment if that's good for you?
1: Yeah, and you great. can give.
0: This is where tonight, Marissa and I are going to give you a recommendation of something we're enjoying. It could be a movie, a album, a book, whatever it is. Marissa, what is your stuff we love recommendation?
1: Okay, so I'm actually going to go with a video game.
0: Oh, great!
1: So I'm going to twist it up a little bit. Um, if anybody listening follows me, you might know I'm going to talk about Disney Dreamlight Valley, which that's is, your game. Yes, <laughs> it's one of my favorite games it's basically Animal Crossing meets Disney. It's just like a relaxing, fun game where you're just fishing and farming with your favorite Disney characters. There's, you know, you decorate your house, you get to dress in Disney style. Um, but I was specifically bringing it up for this time of year because they do these limited time events and they have one right now for Halloween where you can get Nightmare for Christmas stuff and um you can get haunted mansion stuff. And I honestly just can't recommend it enough. It's so much fun. And I hope they're gonna keep updating it, so I hope it never like gets boring because they're just always adding new stuff to it.
0: That's awesome. That's a great recommendation. What platform do you play it on? The Switch is that what you use?
1: I play the Switch. Mm-hmm.
0: Great, great choice. I always love when people give video game recommendations because that's one area where I used to be so well versed in, and I'm just not as well versed in anymore. So that that's, that's great.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so my Stuff We Love recommendation, I honestly don't know. I could say that book I mentioned earlier, which I'm really enjoying, the only one left. But if I had to give, I'll give two really quick ones, if I may. One is uh, the fact that the NBA and NHL seasons are back. So mm-hmm. uh, that's very exciting. I was watching some basketball I'm watching some hockey. It's a very busy sports time of year because football is going on,
1: mm-hmm. basketball,
0: hockey, and you also have the baseball playoff. So that's a lot going on. And we were talking about Taylor Swift earlier. Friday, this Friday, October 27th, is the release of 1989 Taylor's version, which I am very excited about, as I know you are too, Marissa.
1: Very excited, yes.
0: And also one more music thing, which literally I found, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when. Earlier today, the Beatles made an announcement that tomorrow they're going to be, it was basically like an announcement of an announcement. And what it appears to be is that they will be releasing their final single of all time. And what it is, is a song called Now and Then, which was a John Lennon song that he recorded as a demo. And then Paul, Ringo, and George, when he was alive, added to it. It was going to be possibly released back in the 90s when they released the songs Free as a Bird and Real Love, but it was never released. And there's something coming out and maybe a remixed Greatest Hits albums, the Beatles Red and Blue albums, and this track is going to be on there. So that's going to be officially announced if the sources are correct uh, tomorrow on October 26th. So that's some pretty, pretty good oh, stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm excited about that. I didn't even know about that one.
0: Taylor and the Beatles, right? That's it. And video game, a, you know, great Disney video game. I mean, this is,
1: this is
0: A-list stuff. We love recommendation. Love it. Marissa, tell our listeners where they can find you on social media.
1: Yeah. My handle is little miss Marissa, Misses And Mrs. MRS on all my platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, I used to have a Disney podcast called Mouse Club. So if you want to go listen to any of my old episodes, actually, I do a fun one for Halloween. I interviewed Jason Marsden um, a few years ago, who is the voice of Thackery Banks as well as um, Max Goof. So that's a really good one for the Halloween season if you want to check it out. Awesome. And I think that's all my platforms. So anywhere with Little Miss Marissa.
0: And Marissa, uh, I saw also, if I'm correct, on Instagram, you were on another podcast recently. Is that correct?
1: I was. Yeah, I was on Drafting the Magic podcast. So that was fun. Um, cool. Yeah, their podcast is like, you'd probably love it. I don't know if you've heard it. You'd love it. But it's like, you know, the March Madness brackets. Um, It's kind of like that. But their guest always picks the winner of the best bracket. So Okay. Yeah, I will
0: listen fun. to that. That's very cool. That's very cool.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Excellent. Thank you. And as I said earlier, please follow Little Miss Marissa on all these platforms. Uh, she's wonderful to follow. So the stuff we love podcast is on X, formerly known as Twitter, at stuff we love pod. We are on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads at stuff we love podcast. We are on Blue Sky at I think it's stuff we love podcast dot b s k y dot social. Just search for stuff we love podcast. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Our website is stuff we love podcast at gmail no 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 at, dot dot com, and our email is stuff we love podcast at gmail That's a lot of stuff. And I'm honestly not going to try re-recording that because it's as good as it's (laughs) getting now. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, this has been fun. Marissa, happy Halloween. I hope you have a great Halloween holiday.
1: Yes, you as well.
0: Thank you for being on the show tonight, as always.
1: Thank you for having me, as always.
0: And let's go around the table one more time. I am Scott. And I'm Marissa. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.